St. Thomas de Summa, Part 3, Question 13, Article 2, Whether the Soul of Christ Had Omnipotence with Regard to the Transmutation of Creatures. Objection 1. It would seem that the soul of Christ had omnipotence with regard to the transmutation of creatures, for he himself says, All power is given to me in heaven and on earth. Now, by the words, heaven and earth are meant all creatures, as is plain from Genesis 1.1, in the beginning God created heaven and earth. Therefore, it seems that the soul of Christ had omnipotence with regard to the transmutation of creatures. Objection 2. Further, the soul of Christ is the most perfect of all creatures, but every creature can be moved by another creature. For Augustine says that, even as the denser and lower bodies are ruled in a fixed way by the subtler and stronger bodies, so are all bodies by the spirit of life, and the irrational spirit of life by the rational spirit of life, and the truant and sinful rational spirit of life by the rational, loyal, and righteous spirit of life. But the soul of Christ moves even the highest spirits, enlightening them, as Dionysius says. Therefore, it seems that the soul of Christ has omnipotence with regard to the transmutation of creatures. Objection 3. Further, Christ's soul had in its highest degree the grace of miracles, or works of might. But every transmutation of the creature can belong to the grace of miracles, since even the heavenly bodies were miraculously changed from their course, as Dionysius proves. Therefore, Christ's soul had omnipotence with regard to the transmutation of creatures. On the contrary, to transmute creatures belongs to him who preserves them. Now, this belongs to God alone, according to Hebrews 1.3, upholding all things by the word of his power. Therefore, God alone has omnipotence with regard to the transmutation of creatures. Therefore, this does not belong to Christ's soul. I answer that. Two distinctions are here needed. Of these, the first is with respect to the transmutation of creatures, which is threefold. The first is natural, bring, being brought about by the proper agent naturally. The second is miraculous, being brought about by a supernatural agent above the wanted order and course of nature as to raise the dead. The third is inasmuch as every creature may be brought to nothing. The second distinction has to do with Christ's soul, which may be looked at in two ways. First, in its proper nature and with its power of nature or of grace. Secondly, as it is the instrument of the word of God, personally united to him. Therefore, if we speak of the soul of Christ in its proper nature and with its power of nature or of grace, it had power to cause those effects to a soul, for example, to rule the body and direct human acts, and also by the fullness of grace and knowledge to enlighten all rational creatures falling short of its perfection in a manner befitting a rational creature. But if we speak of the soul of Christ as it is the instrument of the word united to him, it had an instrumental power to effect all the miraculous transmutations ordainable to the end of the Incarnation, which is to reestablish all things that are in heaven and on earth. But the transmutation of creatures, inasmuch as they may be brought to nothing, corresponds to their creation, whereby they were brought from nothing. 
And hence, even as God alone can create, so too he alone can bring creatures to nothing. And he alone upholds them in being, lest they fall back to nothing. And thus, it must be said that the soul of Christ had not omnipotence with regard to the transmutation of creatures. Reply to Objection 1. As Jerome says, power is given him, that is, to Christ as man, who a little while before was crucified, buried in the tomb, and afterwards rose again. But power is said to be given him by reason of the union whereby it was brought about that a man was omnipotent, as was said above in Article 1. And although this was made known to the angels before the resurrection, yet after the resurrection it was made known to all men, as Remigius says. Hence, after the resurrection, our Lord says that all power is given to him in heaven and on earth. Reply to Objection 2. Although every creature is transmutable by some other creature, except indeed the highest angel, and even it can be enlightened by Christ's soul, yet not every transmutation that can be made in a creature can be made by a creature, since some transmutations can be made by God alone. Yet all transmutations that can be made in creatures can be made by the soul of Christ as the instrument of the word, but not in its proper nature and power, since some of these transmutations pertain to the soul neither in the order of nature nor in the order of grace. Reply to Objection 3. As was said in the second part, the grace of mighty works or miracles is given to the soul of a saint so that these miracles are wrought not by his own, but by divine power. Now this grace was bestowed on Christ's soul most excellently, that is, not only that he might work miracles, but also that he might communicate this grace to others. Hence it is written that, having called his twelve disciples together, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out, and to heal all manner of diseases and all manner of infirmities.